And good evening and welcome to Bam Badass Midnight Movies. I'm Jeff. And it's been a while. It's been a while since we last hung out. Sorry about that. I had um, hit the mic by mistake. My last couple recordings have not been up to par. And uh, I think it's the distance of the mic here, so I gotta focus on that stuff. How are you guys doing again? So uh, we're back again. We're doing Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And it should be fun. I haven't seen this one in a little bit, like the first one. Um, to be honest, guys, I'm still a little tired. I went to MegaCon a couple weeks ago with uh, with the aforementioned Mike, our friend Sydney. And um, if you guys have never been to a con, especially like the four days, I mean, it does get a little tiring towards the end. I mean, you, you pretty much do... I mean, it depends what you're going there for. I was kind of like in the mood for some panels, some shopping. You will make money. <laughs> Just put that out there. Uh, I didn't get too much into the photo lines with the autographs. I'm not. That stuff like that doesn't really interest me. But um, figures, shirts, swords, knives, especially. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff was fun. But uh, I do recommend you go. Um, especially next year. I think next year it's going to be in February. Um, anybody who lives in Orlando. February 4th, I believe. So, go. Because I said so. And I want to see you there. You know, we can hang out. Get a shot. Who knows? Maybe Toke. But, um, anyway, let me get this movie started. It is Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. He's all about vengeance. He's like, Batman, I am the Night Freddy. <laughs> Alright guys, if you have it, I'm not sure, I think it's on Peacock, um, but go to YouTube, they have it over there, you can rent it for like three ninety nine or something. So, here we go, three, two, one, play. You know, I want to find out the history of New Line Cinema, because I think this pretty much put them on the map, as far as like, you know, anything. Kind of spooky to begin like this. And then, of course, the graphics improved a little bit. You know, you have the nice tear through the screen. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And, of course, it's Freddy's Revenge. I think that was a big thing with slasher movies. Um, I don't think Halloween did it, but uh, there was... Actually, well, Halloween did do it. Yeah, Michael Myers' Revenge. I think that was Part 4 or 6. I don't know. No, I don't think... I don't think she's in it. Um, Man, I know her name. Tip of my tongue. She was the first heroine in the, in the first film. God, I just... This is going to kill me. Right, give me a second, guys. i got to find out her name or I'm going to go nuts. Okay. Just, uh, let's see. Heather Langkamp. Heather Langkamp, yeah, as Nancy. She's not in the second film. So we're, um... Here we go. You know, as I was saying all this, you get this creepy bus coming along. I guess Kim Myers... 
Lisa Weber, I guess she's the main heroine. Like I said, I haven't seen this film in a long, long time. Now, I don't know if we discussed it, if this was filmed in California or not, but these look... I mean, Mike would know he lived in California, so I'm not sure if these neighborhoods are in any way familiar. Poor dude. That's your typical city nerd right there. Pencil pocket. Was it pocket protectors? Some of those guys are rich now. Just saying. Now we're starting to get into the film. Like, obviously, this is a dream. I never rode in the school bus like this. These are the old, I think I think these these model school buses. I'm like, my God, my friend Ben. I don't know how I got on the topic of school buses, but whatever. <laughs> my um, our our mutual friend Ben. Yeah, you know, he's a DJ that. Only we ever mentioned him. He is a, he's a DJ at the Winchester. Does karaoke every Saturday. So um, sometimes if. I miss recordings because I went there and, you know, sing, have a good time. But uh, it's a pretty rad place, and he's a pretty rad dude. Um, but he used to crash school. I think it was in uh, Bush Crash or Rama or something like that. And uh, he is actually a bus driver as well. So he worked for the city for a long time. He's actually retiring uh, July, I think. So we'll have a big shindig. See, I don't know what's... There's a thing with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I think kind of separates it. It's why I think that, obviously, Freddy's up there with the slashers, slasher films. But uh, if you compare it to, like, Michael and Jason, where they're just straight, kind of mindless, just sort of monotone killers, that's all they do. Like, they're just, they're just there. I think later, their origins are explained later on. But Freddy was terrifying, was humorous, and his dreams are just freaking eerie and creepy. Like this right here. Before it even came out, you're freaked out because where is this? Is it hell or something? Like, uh, And look at this. Look at the, the position of the bus. It's like literally on top of like two leaning rocks and it's ridiculous. But like I said, very terrifying. Those are the iconic blades that he uses. I try. I think they try to give him an upgrade in the uh, the remake, which. Oh. And we flash forward.
Yeah, that's terrifying, especially if you ever had like a night tremor or nightmares. I've had, um, I've had some nightmares and they've been pretty, and you wake up sweating and, you know, thank God I haven't had one in a long time, but they used, I used to just have a lot of night terrors. Plus I was going through a lot at the time too. So that probably like added to it. Every time I think of like um, fried eggs like that, nuts like my daughter, and um, I think my brother loves scrambled eggs, and I like scrambled eggs as well. But I'm a big fan of like the over easy eggs, you know, egg in a basket. You ever tried that? That um, somebody asked me today, what, "What the hell is eggs in a basket?" I'm like, "Well, basically, you just um, you get a piece of bread and you just sort of cut out this kind of like the circle, or the center, basically, and you." Uh, then you toast it, and then you take it, and after it's done toasting, you start your frying pan where you can basically eat a fried egg. Throw that toast on there. I would put butter on the frying pan, to be honest, because I think it adds a little something. But everybody's different. So you throw it on there, and basically you would crack the egg open and just basically drop the egg inside that circle you made with the with the bread. So you guys have never tried it? There you go. I just gave you the recipe for eggs in the basket. <laughs> That's Hope Lang. I wonder if she is. Is she Jessica Lang's mother? Still acting, apparently. Yeah, she's her last credit was uh. When did she pass away? I don't know. This is not showing. Oh, she did. Okay, she passed away in two thousand three. I'm sorry. Seventy years old. It's a good life. Long life too. Yeah, I was trying to think if I remember her from something in yeah, clear and present. Day. Wow, but she was much older then. Yeah, clear and present danger. So, little known fact in this film here, you're saying, with the success of Nightmare on Elm Street 1, obviously, and Freddy Krueger being what he was, the studio, when they were preparing to do the second one, didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to pay Robert England like, his high salary demand. They were like, nah, we're just, we, don't, we don't need you. You didn't make the movie, basically, stuff like that. So, they got a stunt guy. A stunt guy was basically Freddy Krueger for like the beginning of the production. And then the movie studios finally kind of wised up a little bit. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. We do actually need him. It just shows you just can't put anybody. And I think that's one thing that I, Mike and I, we've talked about this a lot. I think we keep it up all the time. Like the reason I don't think a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, like a reboot today would work. Because I still think in that social geist of fandom of the Nightmare on Elm Street, they will always assume Robert England is Freddy Krueger. That's just it. Like, they're not ready. I mean, if if you wait maybe maybe 10 years, I don't know. 
but I think he's still fresh in people's heads. Like again, talking about Megacon, uh, I had a discussion with somebody about this. I, I can't believe I just remembered it now. It was like uh, where was I? I was walking around in the merch area, but um, I saw him and I'm like, hey man, what's going on? And he and he was telling me, and I was like, yeah, are you a big horror guy? Because uh, I think I was wearing my Nightmare on Elm Street. Actually, it was a uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like a Camp Crystal Lake shirt. Pretty cool. If you're Facebook friends of mine, you'll see me. I, I posted it. Or Instagram. So I'm talking to him, and I think uh, he basically I said, or I think he he said in a way that, you know, the, the basically what what I just said, like you know, I think the Nightmare on Elm Street fans fandom still sees Freddy Krueger as Robert England, and I think the next Freddy Krueger you do cannot be a ripoff of Robert England. It's got to be something that pays homage and it has to be something new too. I mean, you're not going to make him funny, funny, haha. Like, cause I think in the later movies, Freddie became less terrifying and more goofy, but you know, that's how they, that's how they made seven, eight movies. I think they made eight movies in total. None of these guys are kind of memorable. I'm trying to find them on IMDb, and I got no. I mean, I think this is Jesse Walsh, Mark Patton. Okay, yeah, that's that's Mike Patton. He's uh, what he's been up to. He is. One fifty nine. Yeah, he's still active too. Amityville Clo- uh, Clown House, Family Possessions, Misplaced Hotel, One Dead Dog. And he doesn't have. Oh, he does have some stuff upcoming. Let's see what he's got going on. Oh, uh, these look like plays. Uh, Lower Lake Watchdog, Emma Forest, or there could be some low budget stuff, but. Good to see he's still acting. Like I said, I don't think he's done anything. Yeah, just Nightmare was his uh, one and done. I think that's a common theme for a lot of the um, horror movie genre. Like, they're like especially in this era. They were not carried by big stars. I mean, they basically relied on older stars to come in to sort of kind of shepherd and like, kind of like, um, oh, man. I just I was watching something on TikTok before I got on here to record, and oh, I forgot the actor's name. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna kill me. And they were talking about Maniac Cop, which if you guys haven't seen Maniac Cop, it's freaking amazing. It's like a it's like a cheesy horror film. It's about a cop basically gets murdered in jail, and because uh, he was like really strict with the with the criminals he just he killed him and then the criminals killed him in jail and then he comes back to life and he has this weird kind of like huge face it's all scarred up it's actually pretty pretty terrifying uh, wait a minute i forgot what i was saying i was talking about something okay i just lost my train of thought sorry sorry 
I'll use a little, and Mike would say, oh, you're using a Batman thing again. But I think in this way, kind of, I mean, to me, I mean, what I was going to say is like, basically, you're terrified of Freddy before he even gets there. Just the sound of those claws are just so creepy. Just amazing practical work, man. Like, it was so gross. Yeah, he's having those night terrors again. Those are no joke, man. You do wake up sweating like that profusely. I mean, they've been, well. Now, I don't know how your biology classes were. Were they always this boring? Or mine in high school was, um, oh, what was his name? Mr. Siaclopas? And it was a Greek name. Mr. Pet, ah, oh, I don't know. Man, I wish my brother was here. He could help me answer that. But uh, basically... He was like the worst biology teacher that where he made everything so like and he tried to be cool with the kids like, hey man, I'm hip. But it came off as almost insulting. <laughs> so nobody really cared in that class. I think we uh we had to look at the book to like he didn't teach us how to dissect the frog or anything like that. He's like, Yeah, hey, look at the book and we had to just guess and you know, luckily my brother was my lab partner, so we were good in that. That's the thing about Freddy. He's more hiding the shadows, get you when you're a sleep guy. Like he's all about deception and then messing with you and like to make you afraid. Like that's freaky right there. Oh, Yeah, but how did the snake? Oh, it was a snake in the class. Okay, I was like, how did the snake get in the room? I always thought anybody who had a pool in their house was like the bomb. I mean, back then it was always fun to go in the pool. Especially in Jersey, when it got really hot.
Oh, it's Kim Myers. What's she been in? Um, Jag, Judging Amy. Not much else I recognize. Oh, she was in Hellraiser Bloodline. Okay, she won the horror movie. Key West, I've never seen. Letters from a Killer. Sounds familiar, but no. Yep. Okay, this is your little montage. And I think every movie in the 80s almost had like a moment where you're just dancing in your room by yourself, lip syncing. But to see in a horror movie is like, oh boy. I had a shirt just like that too. Typical ladies girl. Dressed like Tiffany. Debbie Gibson. That was a look. People back then were looking. Oh man. What's Probe? I don't know. Probe. Is that a real game? Hmm. Oh. Okay. It's Nancy's diary. So this, I wonder... So I wonder how far in the future this takes place. Probably five years, maybe. I'm gonna th I'm gonna say five years has passed. Of course, Nightmare does all these weird timeline stuff. So. Oh, sorry. Hmm. 
Yeah, like duh. So this is the same house, and I guess Nancy moved out. I guess five years later. There's some really, you know what? There's some really creepy stuff in this film too. That's why I've always been a big fan of like practical effects, and you know I like the CG as well. But sometimes CG can be overdone and bad. But like something about practical effects, it's more tangible. Not that CGI, but it's made. It's like an illusion. It's like a trick. That's why I'm a big fan of like props from films because it's tangible. I can hold it. Like I, I have a um, I basically collect a Marvel uh, MCU. I, I excuse me. I collect MCU kind of not memorabilia, but like just like stuff from the films that I think are kind of cool. Um, for example, I got Thor's hammer. I got Thor's axe. Um, I have that Doctor Strange's uh, the Eye of Amagato. I have uh, three Infinity Gauntlets. I have the uh, Thanos Gauntlet. I have the Nano Gauntlet that the Hulk had. Then I have like the Tony Stark Gauntlet, which actually is removed. It's really cool too. You can just have it. It's really dope. But basically, I I'm trying to think if I have. Oh, and I have a couple lightsabers. The so, but stuff like that I like because it's more tangible and stuff like you know, I can own it, touch it, feel. What is going through his mind now? That's the one of the things I did like. It's like a strength of the film series. Is that you never know if it's real or it's in a dream. And, and then, like, the stuff they do in the dream world is pretty wild. What do you got there, kiddo? So is he making him the, the killer? I mean... Seeing that and they flash back. I, I, I like that, man. I like that a lot. Well, it was real. You talk about the haircut style that's in that. that this is the Durant Durant haircut right there. Would you call it like a mini mullet? No, not it's not it's not a mullet. It's like a half mullet. 
Jesus, Benny Goodman. That's old. It's my daddy here. I'm trying to think of the recent films I've seen that are horror related. Um, I saw this movie. I think it was on Tubi, and it was a, it was a movie about basically. Let me let me see if I can remember. She basically got drugged and raped by a Lyft driver. Yeah, it was a little strange. And then after that, she was so kind of traumatized, she became a Lyft driver as well to find out who the dude was that did it to her. And and, and she and she gets mugged by these two um I forgot two two like gangsters they mug her so she goes through a lot of shit in this movie. Oh, the easy climber right there. Uh. You weren't cool, and you know, unless you had a recliner like that. Oh my god, he's wearing the same shirt he had last time. What is that? Oh, I guess that's supposed to be their bird. little homage to the birds there. Like, I don't care what anybody says. If you guys have never watched the original Alfred Hitchcock, the birds, still freaking terrifying to me. Still terrifying. I think they did a remake. I've, ne- I've never seen it, so I can't judge. But, like, the OG one is just freaking terrifying. There's a scene there. I'm sure you've seen it. It's probably been like if you have, if if you've never seen the bird, you've seen this scene, these, this clip, where basically, oh, that Jessica, not Jessica Lang, somebody else, it's gonna kill. Her. I think it's Jan- is it Janet Lee? I don't know. I'm just guessing. But basically, she is in the phone booth. She's trying to call for help, and these birds surround the phone booth. Yes, kids, they had phone booths back then, kind of like phone telephone, like you know, phone booths. And the birds just come attacking the window, and every time she gets out, the birds just scratch her, and you see she got like just scratches, bleeding, disheveled, and really terrifying. Dude, really? So we're getting an argument about oh, the kid using a cherry bomb? Yeah, you need to let that go.
Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, nice rubber ducky jacket. Is that him? That's somebody else. Well, I guess we'll find out. Well, I think that's him. Don's place. You always gotta have. Oh, he was worried, but okay. There's something about these these bars or these clubs like this. They were huge. Huge. Late 70s or uh, mid 80s. I think I went to a couple of them. I, actually, I went to the club scene kind of like in the 90s, which it sort of still was that vibe, but, you know, wasn't. it was kind of leaning towards something different. And nowadays, it's just hang out to relax in more clubs. Too old for that stuff. Maybe I'll do it one more time one of these days. Why would you have a alternative club in a horror movie? Why not? Do it all the time. There we go. These dream sequences are just, they're really just wild. Like, what is he doing? Like, just running laps around the gym. Cena, and I guess... Who is that? Like, what's going on? Like, is, is that Dominatrix or something? Like... What is... So this is in real time. I don't know. Um. Well, obviously we knew it was coming. Who's covering the dinner? You know, the funny thing about Penn Tennis Balls, Penn's a pretty popular band, or band, a brand, excuse me. But will they, what they will be known for, at least Tennis Balls, I'm not sure if it was Penn, is basically um, the elderly walkers. I guess because they didn't like when they were walking like a walker. 
I guess like so many people, it was, not enough support was happening when you used those walkers. So uh, somebody with a brilliant idea decided to put two tennis balls underneath the walkers. And that's what they sell most of their stuff from. I mean, yes, tennis, but uh, it's that. Oh, man, whoa. That Freddy's got a little DS S&M in him. Whoa. Got a little porn going on. See, I... I Or is he killing him? And it's not Freddy. Oh, the blood. And what a way to go. Oh, so that was real when he went to the club. Oh, wow. See, it's that's the one. So good. Typical, typical 80s that you're doing drugs. Not very, not very warm. That's most households from what I hear is that the dad is the super strict. Uh, kind of the reverse for me. My mom was super strict and my dad was kind of like, kind of chill because he was always working. But when he had to be angry, he was. Goodbye. Yeah, the guy, he's like, I eh, forget you. See? There we go.
studio. Oh, that's where I remember Kim Myers from. She was in The Pretender. Okay. She was the mom that he was always searching for, but and they just showed like flashbacks. That's right. Wow, I can't believe I remember that. See, this is the part, and I haven't seen this in a long, long time. Is I like the fact that they're just like flipping. Like the first film is the intro to Freddy and the dream world and everything. But this one, they just, they change it a little bit. Where it's like Freddy's trying to like influence somebody else to killings for him. And like in his name, which is. Which is oddly enough the same plot as Freddy vs. Jason when you think about it. Because if you ever watch Freddy vs. Jason, spoilers, it's been out for like 100 years. So, if I recall, the plot for Freddy vs. Jason was basically the the world didn't was not afraid of Freddy Krueger anymore. They didn't. They didn't care. They thought it was stupid and not goofy. And we don't. We're not afraid of him. So, Freddy brings Jason back from the dead to kill for him, so he could take the credit, so people could fear him again. But it works out to be the total opposite because Jason goes on a rampaging kill, and he's like, "Oh!" And then eventually they fight. It's actually really kind of cool. No film. And of course. Creepy little girl doing a uh, jump rope. Always, always nice to see. Always. Right, great acting, kid. Great acting. I truly believe you're scared. Look stoned. And no offense, how long is that dude gonna keep wearing that band-aid? It's been a couple days, bro. Like it'll show a little scar. I don't think it's that bad if we wear a band-aid. I mean the most I wear a band-aid is like two days, maybe, but this guy's going like a week. He's sleeping with a Band-Aid. He's working out with the Band-Aids. Whose choice was that? Because it's very noticeable. I mean, it just... they go in here hmm 
man, there's an. I gotta find out where this is filmed. Like right now. <laughs> Let me see. Give me. find it right now. Uh, here we go. Okay, it, it is California. Uh, Fontana, California and Palmdale, California. Which I don't know. Once I saw that industrial park they had over here, I was like, man, is that like Jersey? Because we had industrial plants around there. That's mostly an up north thing in industrial plants. I mean, I guess everywhere, but like for me, up north, more so. Somebody has the force or something? Well, he's obviously the killer. He doesn't feel shit. Leave him alone. Oh, so this he's basically the lead. He's basically playing the uh the Nancy. Is it is is this guy? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not so used to female leads in, in horror movies, like it's a little weird when it's a dude. Is that a body? Look a body there. Uh oh. It's coming out to play. I do like this POV shot. Dude, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a bit creepy.
That house looks so fake. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that shot was horrible. It, it looked like it's on a soundstage. I mean, I know it was a quick shot, and I'm being just a minor quibble, but... See, dude was still with the Band-Aid. God damn. A little Norman Rockwell action. Norman Rockwell, they, uh... If you remember going into, like, elementary school... Well, up north for me, that is. They had a lot of, um... In the classrooms, and the classrooms were pretty big, pretty big, and they would have a lot of these Norman Rockwell paintings on the wall in different classrooms and um, pretty much everywhere. Actually, I'm still friends with uh, <laughs> one of my. Um, he's a Facebook friend now, from elementary school. He's really the only one. You should go to jail for that, dude. What the hell? Another thing they do too, at least in the, um, at least this film, is you could see how he's kind of slowly kind of deteriorating little by little. Like look at the like at the bags underneath the eyes. Like he's not sleeping. He can't sleep. So, you know, Freddy's basically fucking with his mind. And he's slowly like losing himself too because he's not resting. And if you've never you know, if you not like Excuse me. Oh, what happened there? But sleep deprivation is really a bad thing. And I know. Because if you don't sleep, cranky. It's the worst feeling. It's a nice house. When I was growing up, we never had... It wasn't until, like, later on... <clears throat> that, um... Uh, when we moved into, like, a house, I think, which was in Florida, because we had just friends who were in apartment buildings, apartment complexes. But everything's a little bit more intimate in those places. But I'm so used to the outdoors and, like, freedom and... Well, you can help me this way. (laughs) 
I'm not sure if they, like I said, I haven't seen the Nightmare movies in a, in a bit. But, uh, like, he's slowly, slowly, like, just losing his sanity. Yeah, that'll cure him. Ah, to be young and in love. All right, that's my old man moment for the night. This guy looks like John Noble. God, if Mike was here, he would agree. Like, he looks like his, his hair... Why is it party time? They're they're just going to bed. Like they're still they can hear all this shit. Like did they go to sleep that fast? Now they got beer. Like what the hell? See? Oh, now it's getting freak style. Oh. See that right there. That weird tongue, man. Oof. You're a pretty girl, man. Well. Man, she's trying everything. Give her credit. It almost worked, dude. I had a couple of sleepovers as a kid. I'm just thinking about that now as I see this. No, actually, no. I didn't have a lot. No, I take that back. I think I had two. That was it. I miss those days. Uh, again, old man moment. Whoa. There's something about, and I'm trying to think of movies. 
I could use seven. Even though that's a little bit more traumatic. But I'm uh, Brad Pitt's character in the film. He was a detective. And as he's getting... Like, he's like a hotshot detective. And Morgan Freeman is sort of like the older statesman. He's going to retire soon. He's my last case. And he's all about, he's guns a-blazing and all that going, you know, we could solve these crimes. And then you find out that the uh, the killer is basically using the seven deadly sins as his, uh, to murder people. Like, he's lust, sloth, you know, all different horrific ways. If you've never watched seven, watch it because it still holds up so good. And I heard that they're doing like a, a, I think Amazon is planning on doing a TV series on Seven, which I don't know. I don't know if you could do like a TV series of that. It just like this, because I think it just would wear off fast. Like Seven, just self-contained. You know, if you want to redo it again, that's fine. But I don't think a TV series would work. But anyway, getting back to that, he was basically murdering the Seven Deadly Sin style, and and the the Brad Pitt's uh, character is the inspector. He basically as he keeps solving these crimes, he's losing himself more and more and more and more. Until finally, at the end, he basically, they had a, like, like, it was a traumatic thing that happened. Like, I'll tell you what happened. I'm going to let you watch the movie for itself. But basically, it wasn't like the murder of his wife that cracked him. He was long cracked, you know, before that. Is he sleeping on a bench press? <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's two rods there. Look like a bench press. Yeah, this is creepy. How the claws come out of his hands. No, his skin comes... Oh, wow, I forgot about this. Holy. Yeah, you can't get out now. I give this guy credit. He has a Lamal poster up there. That is so cool. You stare inside his mouth. You see Freddy's eyeball. But as I was saying, he has a Lamal poster up there. You know who Lamal is. Think of the never-ending story theme song. That's him. This is so good. Freddy basically is gonna tip. Dude, very thing. Oh man. 
She has these moments of terror right now. Look at this. That's frightening. You can't tell me that they didn't like have a little bit of thing. You should kill him for being a Lamar fan. <laughs> Just the way he kills. Look at that. It's carving him up in the door. Oh. Thank oh. Man, I... I have totally forgot how good this movie is. This is really good. Like, is he Freddy or is Freddy real? Like, I love this. This is great. You're going to get out of there, man. Oh, he's got blood all over him. Baga. Him. I got This kind of reminds me I'm not sure if any of you remember this the younger people but Sorry. Raising Cain. John Lithgow movie. Uh, 
um, basically pays or plays a, a husband, father, and a lot of stuff. He's like the normal kind of dude. Kind of like very timid in a way. And then you have this other side of him, which is like his flip side, and it's like more darker. He wears shades, talks like in tone like this. Like, what are you doing? You're more awesome with a cigarette. Because I guess if you have glasses and a cigarette, you're cool back then. But it was interesting, and it basically was a dual personality movie. Kind of what they're like doing here. Like, you know, is Freddy like a dual personality of this guy? And he's really killing him, like it, but it's not. It's. See, that's one of the cool things, man, they did again. It's just like, like Freddy's a manifestation of his fears. You know, he's not this subtle entity and basically he's create, you basically create him because of your fear. That's the one thing I'll never get. Like, it's a horror movie. This is a horror movie trope. The doors are always locked. Always. That's frightening. Look at that. Freddy's here. I don't know if they do this or not, but do they flash to the the kid basically wearing the glove and walking around? See, I think that's what I'm not sure. Like I said, I haven't seen this in a bit. Man, uh, the makeup for this, for the first two Freddy movies, I think makes Freddy look more creepier. Because, like, his burnt, dissolved face and it's, like, melted. I think in the later movies, they kind of, like, dried it up and just, like, look like scars, which wasn't really intimidating.
Wow, that was really lame. We're just going to gather around this broken glass. That's a trailer shot. That's a trailer shot. I remember that. When he was just jumping out of the pool. And now he's just going to slice people. Yeah, I think we're going to get Freddy going to town now. Yeah, that guy, well, that, 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 that poor guy got trampled on. Oh my god. I guess they don't do that. I think that's one of the things, you know, looking at these slasher movies like Freddy Jason, Michael Myers, I guess you could throw Pinhead up there, but I think Pinhead is more, uh, I guess you could say Pinhead, although the other Cenobites are freaking frightening as well. But I think, well, we had the scream, but the, the scream was, the mask was like, he was, it was more a symbol than it was a person. And, you know, you have those low-budget movies that have, like, uh, like Wrong Turn or Hatchet Man. But they're low-budget, and, like, nobody really gives a damn about it. Except for me. I love those films. 
But I think we're, we're in need of... Look at that. That's horrifying. What is that? It's like baby Rottweilers? That's terrifying. I'm sorry. Nice shot right here. The pan back of the factory. I've always liked industrial shots like this. I um, it actually reminds me of Final Fantasy VII, the remake. There's a part where you're going through this. It's towards the end, I, I believe, where you're going up through this industrial type of tower, and they have scenes like this, like the pan back. It looks so huge. Those stairwells and like the steam coming out. Playing your song. Tell you what, she must like you. Always a little bit of the calm before the storm. Ooh, again, practical, man. Practical for the win for me. Any, 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 every time. See, just like little touches like that, like the scratching of the rails. Like he's not there yet, but you're already freaked out. Like he's oh shit he's is he there is he there is he there is he there? Like when you build tension, see like you have like some kind of demon cat. Using those mind games, just fucking with you. Makes you afraid, it comes in for the kill. You know, I was thinking about why they haven't flashed back to Jesse yet in his form. Like, I think it would have been a, not to say that this is. so creepy 
You know what? I take that back. Although it, it would have been nice, but but him like acting like Jesse a little bit of his mannerisms, that's creepy, sir. So in a way, she is kind of the heroine in this movie. Okay. This is way more compelling. That is so creepy. Kissing a monster like that. Look at that. Look, that's fantastic, man. I always envy people who work in like the, the special or the uh, practical effects, like making masks like that. Props. Like, it's just... Oh, man. Look at that. See, that, those practical effects are the things that used to scare the bejesus out of me. Oh, does he end up dead? Oh, man. Oh, okay. Man, that fooled me. That's wild.
That's really impressive. Big departure from the first film where he's basically just uh, So I guess he doesn't get charged for killing those people? Just business as normal? But people died. Oh, we're going back to the beginning of the film? Oh, nice. <laughs> and there's Chris Farley. Oh, uh, there you go, the bat little batshit crazy. I forgot about that. <laughs> so that is Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. And gotta be honest, man, like I haven't seen it in a bit and I like it a lot. Like, there's some good stuff in there, like the whole dual stuff. Like, is it Freddy? Is it not Freddy? I mean, the ending, of course, because they had like five more movies after this. You gotta keep the franchise going, man. You gotta make that moolah. But uh, this is my favorite of the, of the two nightmares I've seen so far. Like I said, I haven't seen them in a bit, so give me that benefit of the doubt. But like the creature effects, story's pretty good, and it's and it's quickly done in a timely matter. Anyway, guys, check out the Facebook page if you care on the year of fear, and check out some other good stuff as well. It's supposed to hit this button. Sorry. Anyway, guys, have a good night, and we shall talk soon.